Thank you for joining IRW Coffee Break. This is a podcast hosted by the KPMG IRW specialists within Washington National Tax to discuss current topics in the field of information reporting and withholding. Every episode will discuss a discrete area of interest in a short 10-minute segment. These segments aren't intended to be a comprehensive discussion of law, but rather are intended to be a quick knowledge update or a refresher that you can fit in over a break. So we invite you to grab a cup of coffee, fit in an afternoon stretch, or just get comfortable while we explore all things IRW. Hi, I'm Danielle Nishida. I'm joined today by Jerry Kahn, a managing director in our IRW practice, who leads our Center of Excellence team that serves as the firm's specialist in the completion and review of IRW documentation and reporting. We're here today to discuss a new initiative being launched by the IRS to assist the industry in completing Forms 1042-S. As a matter of background, we've seen an increase in enforcement efforts by the IRS recently in sending out notices for withholding and reporting errors. I view this as the honeymoon phase following the implementation of FATCA appears to be over, and the government has now stepped up its efforts to ensure that withholding agents are complying with the rules. Historically, when it comes to the completion of Forms 1042-S, while many withholding agents use technology services, technology companies do not generally test for logic errors. They will test for things such as formatting errors or making sure that mandatory fields that everyone needs to complete, something like a name and address, are completed properly, but they're not going to test the logic for when you need, for example, a TIN to be entered, whether an exemption code matches another exemption code. That's something that the withholding agents are responsible for testing themselves. Therefore, it's imperative that withholding agents are undertaking their own review of their forms to ensure that they're completing the process properly. And many withholding agents will employ outside advisors to either complete the forms 1042S on their behalf or to validate the forms that were completed by them. Without this validation process, a withholding agent is at a substantial risk of receiving notices regarding submission errors or having their forms rejected by the IRS. The industry has repeatedly asked the IRS for assistance in this process and for some feedback on form completion. And the IRS has now responded to those industry requests for validation support of 1042Ss by creating an electronic system that enables withholding agents to vet for completion errors. You may hear this project referred to as the Foreign Payments Practice Data Integrity Software Pilot, or sometimes people will just more casually refer to it as the Fairfax software in reference to the software vendor that they employed for the project. This is a really exciting development in the industry, and KPMG has had the opportunity to serve as a beta tester for this tool. I've invited Jerry to come speak with us because he's had a lot of experience with the testing of this tool. And from what I hear, we've seen some really promising results for how the tool functions. One thing I wanna note before we get started is that the comments we're making today are based on our experience as beta testers of a test model of the tool and the various comments that the IRS has made to this point. It's expected that the IRS system will be undergoing updates before it's officially released to the public. So it's absolutely possible that the final technology rolled out may include features that differ from what we are discussing today. So Jerry, I know you've had a lot of experience with this tool. Can you tell us a little bit about it? And in particular, what is being checked by the tool? Absolutely, Danielle. A few of the features include a completeness check to confirm that all required data is entered on the form. For example, ensuring that payee's name, country code, status code, and exemption codes are entered. Another feature includes a reconciliation of withholding amounts entered on box 7 to 11 against the gross amount paid by the withholding rate. The software also performs check to ensure chapters three and four status codes and exemption codes do not conflict. 
For example, it confirms that chapter three status code of individual is paired with a chapter four status code of individual also. Similarly, if a withholding agent entered ECI as a chapter three exemption code, the software checks to confirm that the chapter four code is also ECI. Another nice feature of the software is that it verifies GINs against the GIN database. So Jerry, if I'm using the IRS tool to check my forms 1042S, is that sufficient then that I feel confident that the IRS is going to accept this form or do I still need to do an additional check on top of that? I think that's a very good conversation for us to have, Danielle. By using the tool, I think withholding agents definitely have an advantage over withholding agents that do not use the tool. That said, I recommend that withholding agents perform due diligence check against the data and also verify with their external advisors that the information on the forms are completed correctly. Another thing that withholding agents need to be on the lookout for is validating the information before it gets on the template against your source data. That's something that will only be caught during your internal reconciliations. So, for example, I presume that the tool wouldn't check something like your treaty rates, right? It's not going to go and vet that you claimed royalties in Netherlands and vet that you inserted the appropriate treaty rate in that case. That's correct. During our testing, we observed that while the tool confirms that you have a tax rate entered, it did not verify the validity of that tax rate against the treaty rate table. So I guess the question that someone might ask is, well, if I still have to vet my own data and I still potentially have to use a third-party provider to help me validate my forms, what is the benefit of using this tool? Some of the benefits of using this tool include having the opportunity to perform a screen as if you were the IRS on your data um, before you, you look to finalize your data. While the tool doesn't cover everything, it does cover many scenarios that you may not be thinking about when you're reviewing the form yourself. The way I see it, the IRS has taken the effort to put this out there, and it's something that is meant to help the industry improve your overall compliance efforts. I think for many of the non-US clients that have filing obligations, this has been an area they've struggled with over the years. And I think the IRS is looking to try to make things a little bit easier for them. Our recommendation is if withholding agents are able to use the tool um, and have access to the tool, that they do take advantage of it, even if they're going to perform their own in-house due diligence and, and use external advisors. Because even when you're using external advisors, if you're using this tool initially, it should help streamline the process and the speed at which you get the results back from your external advisors because you're removing a good portion of the errors that would otherwise be on your form, right? That's exactly right. Today, as an external advisor that's performing this type of work, some clients are really good and we see very little errors, but many clients struggle. And when the data comes to us at its first pass, we spend a lot of time cleaning it up. Typically, reporting happens at the end of the year, and for many of our clients, that's the only time that they're really looking at the data to clean it up. One of the advantages of this tool is that withholding agents will have the ability to run queries against it throughout the year. And I think the way I look at this tool is it's not going to verify that every form that you put through the tool is absolutely going to be valid. But you can probably assume that if the tool picked up any errors, 
these are also errors that would have been picked up by the IRS if you submitted the form electronically and would result in a rejection of your form. So at a minimum, it doesn't verify that you have a valid form, but it substantially increases the likelihood that you do. That's right, Danielle. I think that's a good way of looking at it. And if with all the agents look at it in the same way, I think this would be beneficial to the industry overall. And so can you tell us a little bit about how you use the tool and namely two things? How do you submit your requests? You know, how do you submit your forms? How quickly do you get results? There are two ways to interact with the tool, Danielle. There's the manual process where you can interact directly with the tool, enter your information, and the tool will give you real-time results. The manual process seems to be a good fit for low-volume clients. For clients with higher volume, there's a bulk upload option. And your bulk upload can go from 100 records to tens of thousands of records. And with the bulk upload option, you can expect results within 24 hours of uploading your file to the system. Okay. And is there a fee to use this tool? Our understanding is that this tool will be completely free and available to withholding agents. Do you need to sign up or can you just go in and, you know, sort of like the IRS FFI list, there's no sign up process for that. I just go in there and I enter a TIN. Am I going to need to sign up to use this tool? As beta testers, we were provided with usernames and passwords. And once we went into the tool, the tool asked us to change our password and go through the normal um, new software implementation process. That's the process we would expect from the industry is withholding agents would approach the IRS for access to the service. And once access is granted, you would set up users under your under the, with each withholding agent. So one question people may ask is, um, when you're entering this data into the IRS system, are we anticipating that the IRS is in any way going to store this data or do anything with it? Or is it simply intended to enter it in so that I can get back a result and that the IRS won't track this data until it's formally submitted? Our understanding is that no one other than the user that entered the data will have access to the data. As beta testers, we were told that the data will be purged regularly from the system. So it's good to hear that your data you enter is not intended to be shared with the IRS. From another perspective, I know with respect to TIN matching, a withholding agent can use the fact that they participate in the TIN matching program as a factor to speak to the withholding agent's general compliance when they're seeking penalty relief. Has the IRS indicated whether they would use a withholding agent's participation in this 1042S program in the same manner, such that the withholding agent's participation would be considered a factor when considering penalty relief for form errors? The IRS has not commented on that just yet. They're expected to release a communication over the summer where they will probably comment on that if that's, an, if that's something they're considering. My personal feeling is if you have this as part of your procedures, it will be a show of good faith, but nothing more than that. But a show of good faith is important because when you're seeking penalty relief, a lot of what you have to certify to the IRS is that you have good procedures. And so even if the IRS is not saying it's in a, you know, this is something we're going to take into account on audit, this is still something you can present to the IRS that, look, we have all of these procedures that we engage in, including things like tin matching and validating our forms to try to minimize as much errors as possible. And that's always an advantage when you're seeking penalty relief. I completely agree. I think it will definitely help to evidence that you've used the tool in conjunction with other due diligence check that you're performing internally or with, your, or with your external advisors. Okay. And I think the final thing people might be wondering is, when is this tool intended to be live? Our understanding is that the tool will be ready 
for tax year 2021 reported and be available to withholding agents for this coming tax season beginning January 1st, 2022. In fact, it's our understanding that the IRS is expected to release a communication later on this summer introducing this tool and potentially start granting access to this tool later this summer or early fall. And before we close, do you have any other impressions or comments regarding the tool? As someone who has been in the industry for many years, this is an area that withholding agents have struggled with. The tool seems to be the IRS response to the many requests for help from the industry. As a beta tester, to be honest, I'm very impressed. I think the IRS have done a good job. I think this will be a huge benefit to the industry and hopefully help increase compliance overall. And, you know, that's a good point. Anytime the IRS comes out with any sort of tool or guidance to help you reduce the number of penalties you're facing, you want to take advantage of that. Um, This is a really good step forward um, in terms of helping with compliance. So it is a very positive thing. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us for IRW Coffee Break. Thanks, everyone. We hope you can join us again soon. 